Hello, my name is Ho Jun Yoon. You're listening to Medicine on the Way. Autumn in New York. Why does it seem so inviting? It is November 2013. This is episode number 27, and today's topic is botulism. Botulism is a paralytic disease caused by botulinum toxin that is produced by Clostridium botulinum. Clostridium botulinum is an anaerobic gram-positive bacillus that forms subterminal endospores. Toxin is produced by Clostridium botulinum when environmental conditions are favorable. For the spores to replicate and grow, these environmental conditions include the absence of oxygen or an anaerobic atmosphere, a pH of greater than 4.5, low salt and sugar concentrations, and temperatures of 4 to 120 Celsius degree. Botulinum toxin is classified into seven neurotoxins, and they are labeled as type A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. These neurotoxins are structurally similar but distinct antigenically and serologically. Type A, B, E, and F are known to cause human botulism. Once entered into the body, botulinum neurotoxin reaches to the vascular system and is transported to peripheral cholinergic nerve terminals such as neuromuscular junctions, peripheral ganglia, and postganglionic parasympathetic nerve endings. Neurotoxin in the peripheral cholinergic nerve terminals inhibits acetylcholine release, and this inhibition. Results in flaccid paralysis, that is characteristic in botulism. Therefore, new nerve terminals have to be regenerated to recover from botulism. Botulinum toxin is extremely potent, and it is classified as a high priority agent because of a potential use as a bioterrorism agent. However, natural、uh, botulism occurs in one of four forms. First, foodborne botulism due to ingestion of toxin in contaminated food. Second, wound botulism due to toxin production from toxigenic Clostridia colonized in the wound. Three, infant botulism due to toxigenic Clostridia colonized in the intestine. And four, adult intestinal toxemia, which is a rare form, rare form of Clostridia colonization that is similar to infant botulism. Infant botulism is the most common form in Western countries. Clostridium botulinum releases the toxin into the intestine, that is absorbed into the bloodstream. Consuming honey during the first year of the age has been identified as a risk factor for infant botulism. Foodborne botulism results from contaminated food in which Clostridium botulinum spores have grown and replicated. 
canned, smoked, or vacuum-packed foods such as home canned vegetables, smoked meats, and vacuum-packed fish are associated with foodborne botulism. Wound botulism has been more common among those who use black tar heroin and those injecting heroin into the skin instead of the veins. Because it may be difficult to distinguish a natural outbreak of botulism from an intentional spread, botulinum toxin has been weaponized by governments and terrorist organizations. Transmission method includes aerosolizations of toxin or contamination of foods or beverages. Classic symptoms and signs of botulism consist of symmetric cranial nerve pauses, followed by symmetric descending flaccid paralysis. Cranial nerve symptoms include diplopia, dysarthria, dysphonia, dysphagia, loss of ocular accommodation, ptosis, fixed dilated pupils, and suppressed gag reflex. Flaccid. Descending and completely symmetric paralysis of voluntary muscles may lead to paralysis of the diaphragm and accessory breathing muscles, which may result in respiratory arrest and death. Autonomic symptoms include anhydrosis and postural hypotension. Paralytic ileus is common, resulting in constipation. In food-borne botulism, abdominal、uh, abdominal pain, nausea, and vomiting may concurrently occur. The incubation period from ingestion of contaminated food to the onset of symptoms is usually eighteen to thirty-six hours. In botulism, there are no sensory or cognitive deficits. Patients with botulism may be agitated or drowsy. But they are alert and oriented. Tosis and dysphonia should not be interpreted as altered mental status. For infant botulism, diagnosis should be、uh, made on clinical grounds. Diagnosis of botulism can be confirmed by demonstrating toxin in clinical specimens such as serum, stool, sterile water, or saline anema. Gastric aspirates and wound material, or in samples of ingested food, confirmation of botulism is performed by mouse bioassay. However, results of the bioassay may not be available for up to forty-eight hours. Therefore, clinical decisions have to be made based on the clinical findings. If botulism is suspected, the state health authorities. Or the CDC has to be contacted for advice and help with procurement of equine serum heptavalent botulism antitoxin, and for assistance in obtaining mouse bioassays. Botulinum antitoxin neutralizes only toxins that have not yet bound to nerve endings. Therefore, antitoxin should be given as early as possible, ideally less than 24 hours after symptom. Occurs, infant botulism is treated with a licensed human origin antitoxin, whereas other types of botulisms are treated with equine source antitoxin. 
anaphylaxis, other hypersensitivity reactions, and serum sickness are associated with the antitoxin. Thus, skin testing is recommended to exclude hypersensitivity to the antitoxin preparation. In wound botulism, suspected wounds and abscesses should be cleaned, debrided, and drained quickly. Mechanical ventilation may be needed to manage respiratory failure. Parental fluids should be given when dysphagia persists. Unabsorbed toxin should be removed from the gut. Suspected foods should be collected for the bioassay. Okay, this is it for this episode. Don't forget to subscribe. My name is Ho Jun Yoon, and this is Medicine on the Way. As long as I've got that spring, I'd be a silly so and so.